I I enjoyed the conversation. Um, I, I felt a part of the conversation, Scott. It's not my fault. No, it's good. It is. What do you know? It's it's your. It's it's good. <laughs> you know what, Scott? I want to congratulate you. Calendar talk. Yeah. Just let's not go to the weather. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, in uh, sports. In sports, <laughs> Jeff Pearson. I died this week. Oh gosh, I don't know, but okay, Google. Oh, it worked. Uh, I got. I got some terrible. We got some terrible news. Um, about people that used to go to our school and uh, just. It's, Man, life is, um, it's here today and gone tomorrow, unfortunately. But I, yeah, families, uh, family that we used to know lost their child. Um, Damn it, Jeff, right at the top. A few days ago. Ugh. And I, when my wife told me, I'm. it's become surreal. It's like, there's no way... It's just people pass on this information. I don't think there's a way for us to podcast now, Jeff. Thanks. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, I do not. I I just don't Scott, know. Scott, is your mic switched on? Probably not. I don't know how people go through. I um, want to do drugs and go to sleep now. All, all, <laughs> the, all the challenges. <laughs> anyway, my mic was not on, which is probably better. Although I repeated the thing that was, would have been better if I didn't catch on the microphone. But anyway. Okay. <sighs> sorry, Jeff. Well, I'm sorry. That's brutal. It is brutal. I I didn't know them very well. I think I have standing here. Oh, you didn't know them very yep. well? I I did not know them very well. Oh, they weren't wait. like family friends, but our then son we went to school about? with him, and we would hang out at the park every once in a while. But I didn't know him all that well, but... Spoke with the mom a couple times, and I knew the kid, and I just kind of lose it when I think about just the tidal waves that hit people in life, and now you're just wondering, how do you get through it? And yeah, Zach, you do have a standing here. Yeah, where's God in it? All that. Are they God people? I don't know. Uh, well, here's I hoping they have a support team, All like right. family and friends, to rally because that is everything. That's the kind of shit. Like that kind of thing is what tears marriages apart, and potentially. Yeah, and I don't. I do know that the mother of the son of her son, she went to. Um, a neighbor's house because they had moved and gone to a different school not too far away and reached out and told them, I lost my son, got run over, and just, you know, spread the word. Services are going to be. So it looks like, it seems like that person is reaching out for community and support, and I don't know, I don't know what, what will happen. I, it's just, it's a, it's a black place, a dark place to be in. You can unplug your headphones. You don't get them. 
I can't find my cable for the splitter, so. Okay. It's better anyway. I'm just getting levels for us, and we can just have a real conversation and not be separated by things in our ears. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're done with the show? Yeah. Thanks. What are we doing now? Uh, Isn't it weird that when I take my headphones off, I can actually see you guys better? Interesting. Isn't that weird? Yeah, maybe your brain doesn't like process two things at the same time. Mm, my wife would say probably not. <laughs> that's just <laughs> you, right, guys. That's just that's sitcom humor. Well, you said you're dys- dyslexic, right? So maybe you're trying to hear with your eyes and uh, I hear see the voice of ears. dog regularly. Of, yeah, that's more humor. Yeah. Dyslexic humor, guys. I'm crushing it. Oh, you. Oh, yeah. Ever since Jeff told that story, I'm trying to bring it up a little bit. And I don't know if it's working. Jeff? I got nothing. I, I would apologize for bringing that up, but I... How dare you talk about... I'm not going to... I, kid. Hey, I will, it's the real stuff. It is, and now I got more real stuff for you. I have oh, been struggling. No, stop. I've been struggling. Don't. So now it's about you, huh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. The Go devil ahead. made me do it. <laughs> no. I got... No, I've been struggling with my being on vacation, oh, oh. anxiety, tiredness, and uh, staying up late and... Uh, Not being present for your family. No, oh. I have been very present for my family. and But I think it was last night, I'm like, I should probably text somebody for prayer. I should probably call someone. I feel like I'm about to go down. Porn. In the sh- uh, it, I, it was calling... It was, porn calling. was calling. It was calling. What is the not ring, even what not does e- porn's ringtone sound like? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, I'm here to kill you. <laughs> no, and it sounds like Bono during a. Oh my god! It popped. This this. Oh my god! <laughs> you guys, you guys. This comes. This comes up every vacation where I don't have structure and right. I stay up all kinds of hours and and it doesn't. It. I just know. It's gonna it's gonna be there at some point and I'm and I You I, didn't call either of us. Nope. I didn't call anyone. I don't even remember what I I think I I, I actually turned on that movie I told you guys. Did about. you call a number that starts with a nine hundred? <laughs> never Google no, Does ne- that even exist never, anymore? I don't know. But probably not. They'll probably put out a business. Uh, but by I, actual porn, I'm um, I'm still amazed at how you think something's gone away, like this is off my radar, and when I'm tired, and I just it, I kind of have an anxious feeling, and I'm like, go to bed, oh, go to bed, go to bed, or watch a movie or something, and I, so I ended up watching it a blocked movie. Blocked out the word porn anyway. Google blocked out the word porn in my search string that I voiced in. That's cool. Yeah, not mm. bad. Yeah, good job, Google. Okay. <laughs> so I feel like I was uh, I was just in a spot where I was uh, in a corner where I was just being uh, bullied. Like, you know, sandwiches and tomatoes were being thrown at me. And, you know, it's like, come on, get off stage. What movie did you watch? Sicario. Okay. Benicio Del Toro. Hey, here it's good. It was good. Thank, thank God for... Thank God for the movie because I wanted to, I just wouldn't go to bed and I, and I kept telling myself I'm going to be sitting here an hour from now kicking myself because I didn't go to bed. Is that what you call it? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
Scott, you can laugh out loud. <laughs> come on, come on, Scott. I I want to be serious for Jeff. Jeff and I did f- you actually text anybody? I didn't. And I fe- I really um, feel convicted. I I felt com- I'm like okay, this is the moment I've been waiting for. I should be texting, calling somebody right now. I should be like yelling at the top of my lungs, waking up my entire family. Save me, uh, Caleb. <laughs> Kendall, come punch me in the face. <laughs> Wake me up. I'm losing it here. Caleb, bring the knife. <laughs> Just stab me in the thigh. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I want to say that I I like I I like made it through. I feel like I uh, like won some ball game in the ninth inning, and I'm like mm-hmm. I made it to my bed at two thirty and fell asleep and woke up this morning. I'm like. There's some like really gratifying feeling like yes, my gosh! I like, talking about when you made it through. You didn't. Oh, so you didn't. I made oh, okay. it past this anxious tiredness, and and because months and months and months and months ago, I'm like this is it will every vacation it's it's coming, and so three months go by. I'm like here I am. I'm like I gotta. I just yeah. I gotta have structure and so you form. mentioned anxiety. You said anxiety, uh, and then vacation is the anxiety because I because I would think like I need things to I need purpose. I need things to be doing. Yeah, I, need, I would I would think that on vacation there wouldn't you know anxiety or stress would go down. But when you when you mentioned anxiety, was this in mind? So you like you started you you thought that this was a possibility. So you had anxiety about this? What, or what was the, was the anxiety not tied to this? The anxiousness comes from just things that are – just things that I kind of take on as small burdens. Like my – So not necessarily related to – I just, I just no, wanted no, no, to – No, no, no. Yeah. it's not related to, okay. you know, the like lust. Um, it's not tied to that. And when I start thinking about that, I actually my shoulders kind of get tense, and I'm like, I get more anxious, and I've got to find my kind of like shake it off. Like, okay, my body's got to like relax, and I, I need to get past through this because the more I kind of think about fighting it, and I'm like, I can do this myself. I'm like, the relaxing thing is when I'm like, God, just take, take, like, I need some something else. I. I, I got to get out of this posture um, that I'm in, and that's exactly what happens. I just kind of freeze up. I mean, it it's a it's a battle. I mean, you're right. your flesh, you're struggling. I mean, that, that's exactly what Paul talks about. You're struggling your spirit against your flesh. I mean, you you don't want to do it, but your your flesh wants to do it. Because I mean, right? Every, everyone, everybody's flesh wants to do it, but yeah. You know. So. You know, finding a way through that is is difficult. N.T. Wright translates uh, in his uh, version. He translates flesh, ding dong. Everyone's ding dong wants to do it. Are you? Everyone's serious? ding dong yeah, wants to do it. What did you say? It was that verse? Everyone's ding dong wants to do it. Um, no, but Paul said, "I don't know the verse." Yeah, your spirit and your flesh. The, the things that I want to do, I don't do, or is that spirit a and the verse? ding dong? I don't know. It's a bad joke that's going terribly wrong. So let's just move on. Have you guys heard any live? <laughs> so you didn't see that. <laughs> no, NT Wright does not translate. So is that, that's the is that the surprise by hope that? Uh... The, yeah, surprise, honey. Good grief. 
But of, the, uh, the thing is, I just back to this. I think a lot of people have all kinds of uh, all kinds of things that come after them, them that just they're trying to just wedge within their life. Vigorous and, hand motions, and that's what that's what happens. You should put your hands behind um, your back, and people reaching out. Um, whether it's walking into the room and waking up your wife, or oh. <laughs> or walking in the room and and praying, or opening up the Bible, or turning a movie, or going to sleep, or praying, or texting someone, or calling someone, or listening to Bros Bibles and beer, and yeah, that's and a boner killer for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Zach, you you got you just came back after the ding dong. That's you. good. Redeeming myself. Ding dong. My jokes per minute is pretty high right now, so some are gonna fail. I'm just mm. saying. Anyway, uh, <laughs> there's so many people out there that are struggling with, I mean, certainly with lust and and certainly with other things, and uh, I just don't know why. We as men do not call for help. Yeah, it's funny because funny is probably the wrong word. We talk about it all the time. The three of us right here will totally agree to some sort of, yeah, if I'm in trouble, I'm going to call you guys. You know, you guys can keep keep me on the straight path or whatever. But then when it's in the moment... You're like, I can do this. And then you either don't and you give in or somehow it sounds like you succeeded last night. I did. Question mark. Well, that's good. I did. But you regret not doing it. (laughs) I mean, no, not. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't let me finish. You regret not making the call or the text. Absolutely. And I still have two more weeks left of this uh, vacay. And if uh, it's... If I'm up late at night and I get tired... Please don't call a vacay ever again. Uh, vacacion. That is... Uh, yeah. yeah. You can give me, I, maybe I should yeah. just practice once. You know, when I feel like just a little anxious, I'm like, I'll pray. I mean, I'm going to send send the guys a message right now for prayer. Just call me because I, I don't have my notifications turned on for Voxer. It's too <laughs> annoying. <laughs> the whole, maybe you should have... Uh, God is calling. Well, it doesn't have to be me, but just like prayer, you know, God's yeah. calling Scott, and Scott, it's like, oh, Jeff's up. Jeff's voxing me right now. He needs uh, God's Scott. Help. I'm sorry to bother you right now, but I I got a boner and uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I am tempted to touch myself. <laughs> my wife, uh, she's already asleep, and yeah, that never turns out well. So, uh, um, I mean, I mean, just that. What do you think? That voice. Scott's, that Scott's voice. response. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> oh. Mm. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hey Jeff. Hey Jeff. Why? What's up, man? Is everything okay? Hey. No. Jeff, you know we. Ta- okay? Scott. Are you awake? We. <sighs> I know we talked about this before. Um, about you know if we feel like we're gonna fall. Uh, I'm falling right now. And are you like? Are you watching porn right now? No. No. That's what I'm calling you. I'm pr- I just. I okay, mean, good, because that would be weird if you're watching right now and calling me. <laughs> Jeez. Daddy! <laughs> what are you talking to? Oh, my gosh. What's in your hand? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Grace, please. Grace, peace, cheers. Oh, man. 
is, is, Somehow, this is like when Batman throws the, the 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 bat signal up. This is like in our podcast right now. It just hit a crescendo. It might be a time for maybe a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a quick break and come back with some feedback with yeah. the weather. <laughs> We got some feedback, and I do want to preface it a little bit, only because... Why do you get to preface it? Because we made the bet a couple episodes ago that if we got five, I think we said five reviews in a week, yeah. which I automatically changed till five reviews until the next episode posted. This is about my prophecy? You would write a prophecy blog. Mm-hmm. And, and we fell short. We got three. I almost just said five with my hands as I said three. You could just tell him it's five. He wouldn't even know. Nope. I won't even know. I'll believe you. Nope. God called me to prophesy after five reviews. Dear listener, good work. You fell short, but keep it up. We got to come up with something for next time. Like, if we get three reviews, Scott will do something clever I can't think of right now. By the way, God did not call me to prophesy after five reviews. So let's continue. All right. So anyways, send re- <laughs> review us and read us on iTunes. Por favor, please remember. And uh, feedback or interactions, social medias is all at Bros Bibles Beer. And we, we'd love to hear from you. I know I can speak for Scott in saying that he takes every word from the Lord and from the listener very seriously. And literally. Not equally, but seriously. All right. Relatable and fun. Yeah, by, is that the name? Is wait, that the no. Yes. Username? No, relatable and fun. By eight six seven five three zero nine. All right. Oh. Uh, no, eight, no, it's eight six six two seven two six seven two. Social security number. <laughs> Interesting. One, two three four five six seven eight nine. Oh, these guys seem like really good dudes. I could see getting together with them, sipping on a brew, and just talking about life. Highly recommend this pod not only for the great editing, but also for the solid discussion. Did you write that, Zach? For- <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, the editing's good, but I don't know. This, this person said great. I'm gonna guess lady said great. No, I, I happen to have it on good authority that this is from our new friends at Film Roast podcast oh film roast and uh, i did listen to one and i left a review on theirs um i was compelled by them letting me know they left a review uh but i was honest in my review so you can go to itunes and check out my review Wait, who reviewed I'm, I'm confused who reviewed who who here they reviewed us and i'm saying i listened to one of their episodes and left a review for them as well it was a mutual Mutually beneficial transaction, but they did this review and told me about it without any agreement. So we really appreciate it. Cool. Next. Thanks, Thanks. guys. Who are they, girls? Ladies. Ladies. Scott, do you do you know any other beneficial, um, mutual beneficial activities transactions? Um, I'll give you one. Christ died on the cross. A leprechaun named Leprechaun. That's volume eight of Film Rose podcast. A leprechaun. Named Leprechaun. Okay. All right. You know, I need to make sure it's called Film Rose Podcast. <laughs> King Kong. Yes, it is. All just right. wants a girlfriend. King Kong. Moving on. Different perspectives on faith and beer. Another five-star Wait, can I, can I do one more? I want to do one more of the Film Rose. Wait. Well, sorry, one more. Wait. Does, does Ariel have fish parts or lady parts? 
Ooh, Ariel. That, that's worthy of Disney. Disney. Disney, yes. I I don't want to think of her lady parts because she's probably she has to be less than eighteen in the movie. But, oh, uh, no, but this is that we, was like thirty years ago. Here? She's seasoned now. Uh, oh, she's four. Oh, she's forty eight. She actually, turned into a woman, she's got a vagina for sure. If she's forty eight, okay, I'm with it. So I guess I'll continue. Different perspectives on faith and beer by Sue Cash. This is an awesome podcast because, although it's a Christian podcast, not all of them... Sh- I thought I was going to say not all of them are Christian. <laughs> yeah, some of them just don't sound like Christians. Definitely. Not all of them share the same ideas in their faith. Three different perspectives on issues related to Christianity is rather rare in most places, but here these three friends can share a beer together, talk about the topic, and joke around like we all do with our friends. This podcast is a fun time, and I totally recommend it. Thanks. Well, what was that username again? Cash. Sue, Sue Cash. underscore Cash. Oh, yeah. Thank you. And uh, it would be interesting to th- to know uh, which one of us Sue doesn't think is a Christian, actually. So it actually. Oh, because there's only one perspective on faith. Is that what you're saying, Scott? <laughs> well, there can't I mean, be different perspectives. Well, no, you can only interpret the Bible one way. Okay. Obviously, <laughs> you're trolling. All right. Next. Wait, is this about the uh, Eastern? Uh, no, Eastern Bloc. Just generally <laughs> the Eastern <laughs> Bloc controversy. <laughs> oh, we got another. You guys kill it every time. Kill it. How? Kill it. What like do they mean skillet. by kill? With the fillet. Scott, can you define kill? You uh, guys kill it every time. I think that's a willful. Just butchering of anything that's godly or holy. And <laughs> guys, can we get some sacred? Guys, can we get some scripture here? Come on, Burr's Bibles beer. Get some scripture mm. here. I'm from Texas. I need some scripture. Interestingly, <laughs> Scott reads scripture at the script club. <laughs> okay, you guys kill it every time. <laughs> By Wilmer Dong. The script club. What? I'm sorry. Say that again. <laughs> you guys kill it every time. By Wilmer Dong. I am so glad I found this podcast. It's completely rad. Hmm. <laughs> he must be an 80s surfer kid. or dating himself. Wait, that's the way that is not That's wait, but okay, now hearing all the stories and awesome interviews. Oh, and Zach, it was awesome meeting you in Tulsa. <laughs> <laughs> Get out! Thanks, guys. So keep it up, um, and would love to see all you guys at Hop Jam, maybe a live podcast. Jeff in Tulsa. Wow, a lot be of, around KPRQ. A lot of Tulsa love. <laughs> wow, I love that. I gotta think he's just who, who. Well, assuming Wilmer Dong is a man, Wilmer Dong. If you are well, from Tulsa, these days, I'm a corn you husker. never know. I'm a corn husk. I'm coming. If you if you're dating I'm to down if you're dating corn, yourself, corn Jeff, husk. I guess you could be identifying as. One or the other, or both at the same time. Yeah. It, it just, it, it all gets mixed together. That's eventually. Scott at Um <laughs> So I just, I, it made me crack up in Tulsa. I'm just thinking, I, does your wife know you don't went to Tulsa? remember going to Tulsa. But regardless, I think Mr. Dong or Miss Dong was having a, I think fun it's Miss. Well, anyways, appreciate it. Yeah. We'll go by a first name basis. Zim, Wilmer. Zim Dong. Interesting. There's something behind that name. All we're, right. mi- we're missing it. Something huge. Fantastic. Thanks for the reviews. We got some Facebook 
Rose Babbles beer reviews from Amanda Carranza Blue. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Because you're like, <laughs> it was, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It was just because we got Facebook. I'm processing, man. <laughs> sorry, man. Uh, I'll clean it up. I, I, I was playing with the mouse, multitasking. I can't do that well. Left I can brain, barely right brain. talk as it is. <laughs> I know. I. That's why I don't... So, Amanda says, also, <laughs> this is the second episode in a row, or the second two out of three. She's one of the Twisted Sisters hosts. How many how many girl podcasters are there that are single? Good grief. She is not single. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Listening to the Preston Sprinkle app right now, I can't help but wonder if the scholar friends he has where he's asked them to bring them to their side includes women or are all his scripture scholar friends also men. Um, he was, Preston was talking about, he has scholar friends trying to get him to stay one way or I can't remember the, the order of it, but that would have been a good question. And I'm not surprised she thought of it. Uh, I didn't even think about that at the time, but I'm just a white dude with no tattoos. So, um, and trying to grow, you know, yeah, growing, trying to grow, you know, yeah, yeah. Really appreciated how you handled that part of the interview, though. I personally would have pushed harder, but I like that this was just a conversation, neither tra- side trying to convince the other. Twisted, twisted sisters. Yes. What was that? Twisted sisters. And it's not like sis, like a pastor, pastor. <laughs> but it's not like yeah, okay. Because my, my lieutenant used to call us turds. I just, just didn't know if that was a term of affection or not. She must have been binging because uh, after, right after that, I got another feedback from Amanda saying, listening to the Jason Stellman interview, which was awesome. And I just realized something. My parents lived in San Bernardino from 87 to 89, and we attended a Calvary church. Hmm. So... I mean, binging, binging on our podcast, not like on alcohol or anything um, well, like that, right? That's the only way you get through our podcast. Is, so, yes, she okay. was drinking. I yeah. guarantee it. It's definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I went by a guy's house this morning. And he, uh, after I left, he sent me a message. He's like, that was really weird because I was uh, listening to the podcast all in the morning, oh, really? like off and on for hours. And, and then, and you, then drove you showed by? up. It was like a divine appointment. Who was this? This is uh, the great John Chapman. Oh, I, I mean, yeah, I mean that's cool. That's cool, yeah. But, I mean, it'd be cool if You can hear like... him on the episode when Missions misses the mark. Oh, yeah. It was Joel Osteen. Friend of the show. <laughs> Scott, that face. That face. But she continues. She was in at Calvary and must not have been far from where you guys went to high school. Yeah, about an hour away from us. She said, I was a baby, though. I turned one on the year Jeff was a freshman in high school. <clears throat> Why are you looking at me like you're a teacher, Jeff? So how old is she? No, I'm. I'm wanting to know how that makes you feel. She was one when I was a freshman in Adena. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Dang it! Well, I laid the trap, and he just walked over it. Mm. Just an impregnable. Impermeable, impermeable to my insulting thrusts. So she's 31. I don't want to p- 
put an age on her? That's rude. Yeah. 31 is a nice age. I thought you were a teacher. What do you mean by nice age? I wasn't even married at 31. Ooh. When did you have your first kid? Ooh. Uh, our friend Greg would say I had my first kid at about 70. And uh, You I look think, great for 70, Oh, Jeff. yeah, totally. Uh, you know what? You we were talking good. You know, Running Ragnar Relay. Getting grays. I've lost all the front part of my... Head hair. It's all right. As long as you still got it downstairs, you're good. You got it combed over pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Where were we? Uh, Feedback. You got one more for us. Thanks. No, but thanks, Amanda. 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 You split it right there. You didn't go full Amanda. Amanda. You kind of split it. That's good. Amanda. Thank you very much for your feedback and listening. We should... I, I... Yeah, I'll check out out that Twisted Past. So... Twisted Sisters. Had you guys even... You guys haven't seen this response. Shall I put any background? I mean, anything sure. to this? Briefly, yeah. So Chris Valentin wrote a an article, but he was talking about how we're coming to this point where Christ is coming. If they listen to the Barf Gorshman, Gorshman. episode, there's more to so, it there. So he's pointing out things from contemporary history that are pointing to Christ coming, but... I think we all had an objection. No. no, this was like the Chicago Cubs won the World Series. He was talking series. about and something being in the air, basically, of acceleration, and something's happening this year, yes. and he feels it. Not Christ coming, per se. Oh, he just said, oh, Something's okay, okay, coming. Yeah. Something's coming. And so he had these sports references, and I was like, you know what? If you had written this you know, back in 1980, you would say, oh, the space shuttle launched. Uh the United Allegedly. States hockey team beat the Russians. Um, these were all like amazing things. Right. Like if you'd done it back then, then you would have been. And so I kind of I'm I made this argument to to Chris, and I was probably the 80th, you know, response on there. But um, Zach Hansen wrote and said, "Read your response to Barf's article. <laughs> well said." <laughs> <laughs> I feel that type of ideology can detract from Jesus' mission of loving one another. The problem with pointing to sports is that it also has become somewhat of an idol in America. And he put, I love sports as well. They're not evil. So essentially, he is telling us to look at something of an idol for a sign from God. Anyways, you articulated your point well without being a douchebag. Waiting, well, that's a waiting of for that first blog post. Waiting for that first blog post. Ah, uh, we just fell short. Mm. Mm. Sorry, Zach. No, no prophetic <clears throat> words today. Robin on Twitter at just so thankful are just so <laughs> thankfuler. <laughs> F U L R. At Bros Bible Beer. So, how can one not follow with a bio like that? Double exclamation point. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Scott, before we got here, how, how many shots of orange juice did you guys have before I got here? Nothing. Zach, oh, you're man. slurring your speech. That's the my, problem. He's only had one beer. I just got myself a sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> He starts looking around the so, room like, uh, oh, she, guys. she saw. <laughs> no, I gave up on that one. P.S. The gap between progressive and conservative closes, does it not? 
And she's referring to our Twitter bio, which attracted her, which is a progressive, a conservative, and an over uh, hyper emotional school teacher walking to a bar. Someone has record. Well done. That is getting response. People, I get messages hmm. at least once a week of people saying, "Man, I, lo- I love that bio." And basically, she's saying the gap closes. And I said, "Yeah, the categories are just a decent starting point, but ultimately woefully inadequate." And we're aware of that. Everybody's so much more than their category. Jeff is so much more than seventy-five-year-old father of seven. Emotional, hyper-emotional, thinning yeah. hair. I only say that because he said it. He said it. Gray. Bush. Don't look at me like that, Jeff. Hold no, I, you guys. I got to go down to the kitchen and get some Propecia. I'll be right back. Insure, insure. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. I've got. How do you know I have Propecia here? Yeah. Make sure you get enough fiber in your diet as well. All right. Well, thanks, Robin. Maybe slash. some prune juice. Mm. Thus concludes feedback. Thank you. What was Robin? Robin Funfuller? At Just So Thankfuller. Oh, thank... Oh. Oh, that's cool. Not Tripfuller. It's it's scripturaler. Thankfuller. So, I mean, Zach, um, I didn't even... I mean, just to be honest with our listeners... Thank God you stopped lying. Go ahead. Yeah, I I haven't read our bio. I have no idea what it says. Uh, So, I would assume that you're the... You're the progressive one, Seth? In this scenario... Because I know neither yeah. of us are the emotional school teacher. Yes, just, so in this you know scenario... What? Say it right. It's not emotional it's school hyper, teacher. Hyper-emotional school teacher. Okay? Get it right, Scott. You son of a bitch. I apologize. I apologize. Sorry. No, don't do that. Mr. Pearson. So oh. Mr. Pearson, I apologize. You can't. You gotta Gosh, stop doing I hate that. when you do that. I apologize, Mr. Pearson. You keep talking like that, Jeff's gonna have to text one of us saying he's about to go to sink. Jesus. This is... This is so off the cuff, horrible. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> there was a sound in my head. If it would have left my mouth, I'm imagining it my over. grandmother listening to this right now. I'm disappointed in you, Scott. <laughs> Who is your favorite rapper, Jeff? Oh, man, that is tough. I like Eminem. This is, no, mm. I mean, like, obviously not white no, rapper. Candy. That that would be privileged. Um, I love Eminem. Who's your pr- favorite non-privileged rapper? <clears throat> Try not to culturally appropriate. I <laughs> man, I couldn't say that word earlier, and I nailed that one. I'm proud okay. of myself, guys. Sorry. <laughs> All right, I, I gotta, I gotta say that. Um, shall I say what I really loved listening to when I was a kid? Yeah, it's not a trick High question. School. Yeah, it was yeah. gospel it was, gangsters. It was Luke Skywalker. You guys don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't. Uh, it's before my time. No, because we're not in our 40s. <laughs> these these guys were probably the some of the originals um, of just hard gangster rap, baseball style. But actually, it was. But actually, it was kind of. It was. It was good. A lot of cussing. A lot of cussing. Explicit lyrics on the front of the uh, eight track uh, did, they, did they talk about all the money they have and like banging no. banging hoes and, no. and whatnot uh, probably H O S E right a banging hose yeah yeah I, I, <laughs> what does that look like um well Jeff would know my <laughs> 
text him next time, Jeff. My God, before you're Scott. gonna bang hoes, just screenshot what you're looking at, and I'll be able to determine if <laughs> if it's appropriate or not. <clears throat> Actually, that's you know what? That's relative to the interpretation and your interpretation of like. I mean, you know what's uh, what's like risque for you, Scott? Like that's not. I should not be even even going near that. Even just a little inkling that would lead any anything remotely showing any sort of figure at all is probably risque. So stepping outside in public is a problem. Is risque for me? Yeah, seeing a woman in a full burqa is a problem. If I see her eyes, that's almost worse. If I see her eyes, it's over. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. So, women, if you could just. Just stay at home. Just really <laughs> stay home. Or you know, you should move to Saudi Arabia. I I like I like Persian women. So um, because they're mysterious. No, nah, no, nah, I I actually don't know if Persians are Saudi Arabians. I don't. I I I forget that. But uh, I like them dark. Not too dark, obviously. <laughs> the clothing, the black clothing, the clothing I'm talking dark. about. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Mm. Awkward. Yeah. Obviously not too dark. <laughs> what is that even? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> because why? That's bad. That we're Trump supporters, right? <laughs> oh my oh. gosh! <laughs> um. Oh, I don't know. Continue. What the fuck's the matter with you, <laughs> Trump supporters? Start Did throwing, you not see progressive in the bio? <laughs> Just start throwing people under the bus. No, I am. I am actually um, open to all, um, all anyone identifies with as far as uh, race. You know, yeah. if my grandma Elsie's looking down on me right now, sitting next to Jesus, she's saying they they know not what they do. They know not what they do. Great if somehow grandma could call us. Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. What would grandma's ringtone sound like? That she's got a lot of pep and energy, and she loves the Lord. And that's the Lawrence Welk Show for Sunday, <laughs> May 15th, 1973. <laughs> All right. Hank Hanegraaff converted. Is that what they call it? Yes. He, I, they, well, he yeah. He was well, well, adopted. Let's keep it what's straight. What's the word? What's the word? He, he is joined, now self-identifying. He transitioned. Fluid, fluidly as... Eastern as, Eastern as Orthodox. That. I don't think it's fluid anymore. He's settled nicely into the Eastern Orthodox. And you know what he said? He's like, bam! Bible Answer Man. Yes, Bible Answer Man. Hank Canagraph. And what was he before? Well, according to him, he, he has been, over the last few years, and maybe even the last ten years, uh, even more agreeing or, or having positions of Eastern Orthodoxy. I think I think he said that in one of his episodes of, of Bible Answer Man. Is it wrong to think? Uh, I'm assuming he has Calvinist or Reformed roots. 
I know he used to be hmm. young. I know he was a young Earth creationist. And I don't know when that would require research, but he became an old Earth creationist. I don't know how one becomes that, if there's like a ceremony or something. Is young Earth, just to clarify, is that, can you go six six days, six, everything was created, literal six literal days? Literal six days. Some of them will say maybe it was a period of time, but the universe, or the it's Earth is still, six to 10,000 years old. Yeah. It's how old? Six to 10,000 years old. Yeah, okay. Put a cap on okay. it. So they do that with a pretty literal reading of like genealogies and stuff. Gotcha. They do a bunch of um, yeah. and he, common core I, math. He, and he was also <laughs> uh, pre-trib, I believe, pre-trib rapture in his eschatology, and he he moved over to preterism or partial, probably partial preterism. I think. Which our friend uh, Dave Millsap mm-hmm. who was yeah. on to catch a preterist. Um, yes. So we've covered that one, solved it. Um, actually, we didn't. And preterism, it already, it all already happened. Well, that would be full preterism. Oh, okay. Partial, partial preter- preterism. Partial okay. preterists is are those that think that most of it happened, but there are some things that are few are still future, which would actually make them futurists. <clears throat> Partially. <laughs> yeah. Scott's proud of that one. Fifty yeah. percent absolutely Scott knows certain. He, Scott's ribbing. I think I sense a little ribbing. It's of because the partial it's because there. on the episode, Dave's like, "So you think some of this stuff happened in, in seventy AD, right?" And I was and like, "He well, called you a partial well, preterist." Well, yeah, I was like, "Well, yeah, obviously the temple destroyed." He's like, "Well, you're a preterist then." Well, okay, 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 right. okay, fine. So, anyways, fine. Not so that's what a preterist is. And right. There's varying stripes of that, but I think the pattern that's emerging. As Jeff opens another iconic double want, IPA from you Hangar 24. What do you want? You want this or that? No, I'm good. I've got this. You want this or that? You got this I too. got a Trestles from Left Coast, and it's delicious. Okay. We're acting like we're getting paid from these people. Shoot. Uh, I, yeah, I got the Shoots Fresh Squeeze IPA. Man. I've been drinking this all week long. That stuff is good, though. That, Would it, is it safe to say you're in the bag for Deschutes? I, that's quality. You're in Deschutes bag? I have had Deschutes all week long. terrible that's, pun. Okay. That's... That's Someone good. did it to me. It's I'm just beer. putting it out there. No, no, no. I was calling myself. I said you're into shoots bag. Yes. It's bad, like douchebag. Okay. See, I can't win them all, Jeff. Ding dong. You're right. It's bad. I'm going to leave that in there just to show that I'm humble and willing to be no, teachable. No, we'll edit it out. Okay. When so, I say well, wheel. I mean, yeah. That means you. The great Zach. editing? Yeah. <laughs> well, Are you talking yeah, about the well, great editing? Yeah, well, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I don't. I, so the conversion aspect, he he went through the ceremony, which is called Christmas Chris, Chris, or ah Christosis. <laughs> no, um, no, I think you're more word? right with the Christmas. Uh, Christa- uh, Chris, crustacean. Christa- <laughs> he had a crustacean. Christa- <laughs> yeah, he did. He became uh, a butterfly. What's it called? But before cremation. We- Cri- no. Like cremation or something. It's not cremation. I think it's like cremation. No, actually, Scott's right. He was cremated, proving the power of Greek orthodoxy was brought back to life for the final ceremony. <laughs> Web search. This is so dumb. Mark Hanegraaff. Chris- Mark- <laughs> 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 Hank. <laughs> Hank MacArthur. Hank Hanegraaff. Christ- oh, shoot. Crustacean. Crustacean. <laughs> right. I'll get this. So but before we... Okay, I found this 
That's not. She is dumb. <laughs> that was a terrible accent. I want to say before we get to the actual Greek Orthodox thing, um, Eastern I, Orthodox. I love how he has had this public ministry, Bible Answer Man, of which I've been a listener. Uh, it's been a while, but uh, he always. Well, he had a habit of not answering, even when I was in sort of, uh, even when my my faith. Are you guys with me? You guys are both looking at my phones, no, your phones. I got gotcha, you. Yeah, gotcha. even in your I gotcha. faith. Okay. So even when I was had a, a firm grasp on what I believed to be true, a lot of things that I don't hold to now, but I was very comfortable in my faith back then, he would address questions that I agreed with his stance, but he would not answer the question. He would just, he would somehow had a way of not quite answering the questions, which is neither here nor there, but it's just something I noticed about him is that uns- very unsatisfyingly, kind of like the Calvary version of that. What's the Calvary version called on the radio show? Calvary Chapel. Well, to every man an answer. To every man an answer. I think it's which called I called twice. Now. I, I called twice and I, my voice was on the the promo and i said How, when do christians receive the holy spirit really My, I, yeah wow. i was on there yeah That's that, cool. that was that was man 16 17 years yeah, ago though anyway sorry to steal the show Chris from Mason. my go ahead no that's good it was uh Basically, they had a habit of not answering questions, too. Like, they would answer. They'd have their responses that based on their presuppositions. They had to answer that way. They but left it, it pretty was, pretty vague and, yeah. yeah. It's never satisfying. Yeah. Rarely, I should say. And you could hear it. People don't want to re-question the answerer. Oh, and they wouldn't, they, yeah, they wouldn't let you either. No, yeah. so they say, is that good? And you'd hear the people going, yeah. Yeah. And you and, just know they're like, No. Anyways, but the fact that Hank has this ministry very public and he's made these transitions in based on a, apparently searching scripture and prayerfully interpreting it, all that stuff, to change is not something to scoff at at all. I actually love, even if I don't agree, I'm not exactly sure about Eastern Orthodoxy and all the individual minutiae. I'm not even worried about that, though. It's just... It, if feels good to me that in this day people don't just change like that and for him to change is i personally want to applaud you hank sorry mark mark hanegraaf (laughs) hank but you're right people and we we've talked about this before people have found it's not a niche but they have a a market for themselves based off beliefs yeah and to change meant that i my i truly felt this is the direction. Ministry could take a hit. Yeah. The, like, the donors of CRI, Christian Research Institute, are possibly or more like more than likely are uh, more evangelical. Um, on the conservative end. Yeah. And it is a big deal. And, yeah, he, he possibly could be risking uh, his position at CRI. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I've joked before, mostly off this podcast, but it's been a while on this podcast too about Ken Ham. Like, I there's a part of me that thinks he 
doesn't believe all he says, but he's just got this. That's just my fantasy land. That he's actually an evolutionist. Yeah. <laughs> but he he's got this thing has exploded and it's so huge and it, there's so much money behind it. It would take some kind of special courage and some kind of special person to actually say, you know what? I think I was wrong. And so that's hence yeah. Me. Or or a uh, you know a, a college professor who's a, yeah a biologist uh, um, who. Did, pick your position. Just dis- discovers that that um, when they find you know DNA in in a T Rex bone and um, soft tissue, and they are like that doesn't make evolutionary sense. I can't say anything about it though. I'm gonna shut my mouth because I'm getting paid. I don't know. It, it, do, about it that. does. It does make sense. It, I mean, it does make sense that you 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 risk. Your career, or the fundamentalist atheist, or any anybody yeah. that has a platform, there's it yeah. takes all shapes. So, yeah. So I'll drink to you, Hank Hanegraaff. I I won't. I I I don't like the decision. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Thoughts? Weird. Why was it made public? No, I'm not saying it's bad. Was oh. it, was I it would made, like to hear why you don't like the decision. Was it made public because he's such a a big. He has a big following. The the um it, it from what it looks like the pat the the lead person at the at that church that he did it at um tweeted or posted on Facebook a picture of Hank at the ceremony at this at the Christmation ceremony. Right. Um, and I think that was the first media okay. um, promotion of it. I would think that him. And Hank would have discussed this beforehand because Hank Hank has to know that this would be a shakeup. He he can't be just naive that that this wouldn't shake even ge- the evangelical like world. It a few times on and, the show, and people people have recognized that over the last couple of years um, that he, his answers to questions are more in line with Eastern Orthodox. I I, I don't know any. I, I couldn't name any um, examples. examples, but I, I've heard people saying that, yeah, they, that they have noticed his answers leaning that way. So this is – it's not a new thing, and and, um, and it's not just him but his whole family um, that they've – this has kind of been in the works. Um, and probably he he was Eastern Orthodoxy before this, but this is just kind of like the – that's the, the chrismation part is – Okay, I am now committing my. Uh, it's a little bit like being baptized, but what? changing. Do you have to churches. fulfill certain re- requirements, like to be a Catholic? <laughs> we learned from Orthodoxy Jason Stillman. Is, you ha- you had to that's have to the do cer- certain things. That's the ritual part that right. we were talking about earlier. That yes, absolutely. Oh, this was before the podcast. I think I mentioned. Oh that, yeah, that Zach Ken wasn't Ham, recording. Ken Ham. I didn't read the article, but he. He meant uh, the headline was that he said that Eastern Orthodoxy is ritualistic and lacks the gospel. That was the headline. I didn't read it to be fair, yeah. but but they are, they are very ritualistic and and um, prop, I mean very similar probably to to, Catholic, to Catholicism, um, where where they they have a lot of uh, rituals. I mean the the, the priests wear the the, the robes. Um, and I think they 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 do the incense uh, thing, right. um, but I went to a, a 
a midnight mass uh, Christmas at a Greek Orthodox church, which is under the the Eastern Orthodox, and I almost died. I was a teenager, and they started doing the the smoke and incense, and they I they were going to sacrifice you. Like I, you know, I'm like, is this just for me? Because I feel a little lightheaded. Yeah, and, I'm and, about and to it's go, it's not that it's not down. that rituals are inherently you know good or good or bad. Yeah, but, I have a but it's just there. I love this. I know where you're going. Go ahead. <laughs> See, you are prophetic, Jeff. Write that blog post. So the rituals, is there a difference? I know there's differences. Here it comes. In form, but function-wise, what's the difference between the patterns they do? I might not have said that right. Don't get hung up on that No, keep going. Keep going. The patterns that they have for church and worship, what's the difference between the rituals we do? Every week, our churches do these the same you mix it up a little bit, but it's always yeah. the same formula, and it's all it either represents something or it's designed to get you draw you closer to God or closer into an experience with God. And what's the difference between, say, the modern evangelical church where you sing a song, welcome, greet, sing two more songs, maybe special music during offering, preach, maybe communion once a month, depending on the church you go to followed by a couple songs or a song. Uh, it's it's more laid back. There's less pomp and circumstance, but is there a difference? It's yeah, all kind of... Yeah, there, there's, there's a difference between um, ritual and kind of order of service. Um, no, I would agree that the, the way that uh, evangelicals, let's say just in general... A general evangelical umbrella um, that the way you describe is not necessarily the the way that the first century church under the apostles did things, um, but but I but I think that describes more of the order of service, whereas like Catholicism, maybe um, even Lutherans or Methodists or Presbyterians and Greek Orthodox where they do have order of service like that, but they also have other rituals that they derive from certain aspects of either tradition or they take certain parts of, of, of New Testament and and kind of implement that but in. But they all have a purpose. Well, well There's yeah. a purpose behind all of it. Well, yeah, so, so, if so if they're burning incense, the incense would represent, like, the prayers of the saints – where kind of you know, in in a in a a service like that, they 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 want to kind of they want to do that ritualistically or to show that hey, our prayers are going right. out to God. Where kind of Protestants and or I guess yeah, Protestants and evangelicals again, uh, just a loose umbrella. Um, we're you know we're saying that the the that. It's it's like our prayers are like incense going up. So you know, right. not, not putting a physical right. Um, what do you thing think, Jeff? That. What? <laughs> Sorry. And, and again, not not to say that it's necessarily right, right. or wrong. Um, and just just pointing out the difference. And uh, like like so, baptism and the Lord's Supper. Those are two things that evangelicals and well, Pro- Protestants. Mm-hmm. Uh, observe those are like the two rituals um i think those are clearly described in scripture as these are things that you should do in in 
uh, in obedience to Christ. Why should you do baptism? Uh, well, so uh, John, he baptized um, for repentance. The, the uh, Jews in the wilderness, they went to him for to, to get baptized as that, shine, that, that showing of repentance. Jesus was baptized, right, by John. And then Jesus gave the Great Commission, which was to go and baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then you have an Acts over and over the uh, people who were, who, who believed were baptized. And it's that representation of, I am dying with Christ and then rising again uh, to new life as, a, as you so come out of the water. So this ritual and tradition has significant meaning. Roots. And oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Right. Oh, definitely. No, yeah. no, I'm, yeah. Yeah, and then and then of course communion. We we are remembering and partaking in the uh, the body and the blood of Jesus. Where Jesus said, you know, unless you you uh, dr- eat my body and drink my blood, you will not you will not uh, see the kingdom of God. Do you uh, think that's literal? Like when you have communion, do you think you're literally eating the body and blood of Christ? No, Eastern, yeah. So that's, the Eastern Orthodox believes that. Okay, so that so they'd be in line with with Catholicism, right? They, and like Zach said, yeah, transubstantiation, where they. I don't think they're. I think there's a spectrum with that too. Po- well, possibly. I th- I think in general, and when you when you look at what Roman Catholicism teaches from papal decree that transubstantiation is there. I, I mean, now if you talk to an individual. Roman Catholic, they may not even know that that's uh, a belief, but I think that's the official teaching of of the of, of the Roman Catholic Church is that the the body that the bread actually becomes the body of Christ and the blood actually becomes the blood mm-hmm. of Jesus. So you're actually you are eating physically actually the body and right. blood of Jesus because that's what Jesus said, and it's delicious. <clears throat> I remember, I, I remember Catholic Church. I loved getting that. I love the bread little wafer and getting it up and just sticking it to the top of my mouth. I let it sit there for yeah. as long as I could. Tasty morsels. Yeah. Like so, I know I can. I make keep it. it in my beard. But that, <laughs> but that's a good point. That's a good point. That and and this is I think with a lot of other religions too. So Mormons, um, maybe uh, Muslims, um, and definitely evangelicals. The the average person in the pew, the layman, if I can say that, you did. They they don't necessarily know the details of doctrine. I and, completely agree. And to to hold any one person accountable to these to these doctrines might not be fair. But at the same time, if they're going to positively promote what whatever they are. Then at that point, I think, okay, yeah, you've, you've you've got to hold them accountable in conversation because they should know. Yeah, what I definitely want, don't want to be guilty of personally is where I've been at before was, well, them Catholics, they all, you know, it's all that hocus-pocus superstitious shit. Right, praying to saints and whatnot. I used to be Southern. Um, but now I'm not. You know, four uh, Hail Marys and two All Fathers, you'll be all good, Zach. <laughs> we'll see you down the football but, field. What what's mostly going on is either stuff that people don't understand. I'm not saying all the the whole doctrines are solid and everything's uh, not right or right, but there's these things, especially with Eastern Orthodoxy. I'm more drawn now to some of the beauty that's behind and, and what these rituals represent. 
Whereas it's easy for to not know that and to be in our evangelical box and just to look at that and say, well, they think you have to do all that to be saved or to get close to Jesus. And I think there's that's not what's going on. There's more to it than that. It's definitely, it's definitely something something to study, um, something something to look into. Um, I like I don't want to make any statements about Eastern Orthodox. I didn't I didn't really know. No, I will. Um, and correct us. Yeah. I want to hear from a listener. If oh, you, you got something yeah. that we're missing, which is a lot, I guarantee it. Yeah. Let's hear it. Yeah, the Roman Roman Catholic, the Eastern Orthodox, just the idea of a priest and the I would say the, the necessity, necessity of a priest right. be, to communicate right. for you to go to the priest to get to Jesus, the human yeah, the human priest. Yeah, I think go, it expressly goes against scripture that, that there's no mediator between God and man except it's the man Jesus been Christ added right. to the Bible. Yeah, and that's where someone like Richard Rohr, who I heard recently on Pete N's podcast. Oh, he's a Roman Catholic, right? He is. He's a father, and Wait, he's but, what? But he admitted that what? What? Would you call him father? He's father. He's a no, when it was a, would you call him father? Father, what? Would you call Richard Rohr father? Not like the Trinity. No, that's what he, it's his title, Father Richard Rohr. Hmm, interesting. He was on Pete Dan's podcast, and he said that he was pointing out some of the faults that, say, evangelicalism has and Catholicism has, and then we get different aspects wrong. Where Catholicism has gone too far is in some of the tradition and the. Like it's gone to he admitted like idolatry status for some some Catholics and hmm. and even some I guess yeah I would recommend that it it was great to hear him honestly talk about where he thinks Catholics have gone too far with some of the tradition and putting too much power in tradition and uh, the church itself and the Pope and then he had some critiques for evangelicalism which I um, don't remember right now but I remember I agreed with him it was just a really interesting conversation so. Again, it goes back to the boxes we put people in, like all Catholics or, you know, everybody's yeah. that one well, thing. Yeah, and, and that's why I, w- to I wanted to qualify that and, and, and then – but then also talk about – because you, you do you do need to separate the, the kind of the laity from uh, the head where official Catholic teaching is – you go to the pri- – the priest is the mediator between – the laity and God, which is why you don't need to hold a Bible in Catholic Church unless you're reading from you're singing this right songs songs right. So so I I think both are important. Be, um, and then it's, and when you get into to like you get into Mormonism, and I, I don't want to equate Catholics with Mormons, but but it just just the idea itself that uh, the average Mormon doesn't necessarily know about the doctrine of uh, God, the God that we have to do with that He has. Multiple spirit wives who then uh, give him give God the spirit children, or that um, that that they're seeking to have uh, the Mormons themselves that that the goal is to have multiple wives in and to have their own planet. So so the average Mormon doesn't necessarily know that, but that I'm okay with one of those things. Yeah, but the, but the but the but the official Mormon teaching the planet. <laughs> the official Mormon teaching is that yeah you, you the the goal is to be good enough to that you will go on to have your own planet and you'll have multiple spirit wives and you'll oh. you'll have multiple spirit offspring and you can find that in Luke Mark 
Meth in Lumon. It's in first Lumon. Alma Dacians. Lumar 6. Yes. Colab. Find that on Colab, the planet where God, Heavenly Father, came from. But but all okay. So so that's a good segue though because you talked about tradition. Is it tradition? And Jeff, I think that's what you wanted to talk about was sola scriptura. Whoa! Because the tradition, tradition, tradition though. I like the <laughs> I like resting with the idea of how our tradition and rituals actually come out in our our services in our church as they do in the Catholic church, the Mormon church. And I've been to I'm sorry, don't all please, three of please those. Don't say Mormon church. I've been to all three of those Had a girlfriend who was a Mormon. And she's like, come along. And it, they had their thing. Did, start, you, did you say girlfriend start in the main church? Then you go to where they, you know, give you, seminary, whatever. I'm and I don't say whatever, like it, those people don't matter. I mean, just whatever to your, trying to define but the everybody has the rituals and traditions and there's i always just would go crazy in my mind and become very anxious in catholic church when it would get i could the scriptures uh, i was hearing something and i'm like oh my gosh we're at that part where we're gonna have to turn and shake hands and say peace be with you okay so okay but one <laughs> one thing though and so we Make do it that, and we do that at at our church. Yes, where it's like, yes. okay, turn and you know, say hello to somebody you, you haven't, uh, you don't know, or, and it's the same exact thing, except it's very <laughs> scripted. It's very, it's very scripted in the Catholic Church, and it feels stiff and not personal whatsoever. Yeah, you know, and that can happen in any in any congregation, any gathering. I, I just. The, the tra- that was your experience, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm a little Jeff, bit why of an you, extrovert. Why are you so uptight? Yeah, it's not your butter to bread and the butter. Yeah. I like cream cheese. You gotta put some jam on that. But no tradition. Tradition, though the word the word tradition is is different from different sex. S e c t s. Yes. Uh, perspective. So, what you're talking about? Do you need to text us now, Jeff? <laughs> he said sex. <laughs> but what, what you're talking? You know what? I'm never going to bring up my struggles ever again. <laughs> oh, don't do that. But what you're talking about with the greeting and stuff like that—that's not that's not the same tradition, quote unquote, that either the Catholics or the Greek Orthodox would be talking about. That, that's more than just like, uh, uh, right. you know, yeah. where, where, you know, you're, you're just going to do this as part of the service. Right. The Catholic and Greek Orthodox tradition has more to do with that tradition becoming doctrine. It's, it's what has been passed it's down. It's hundreds and hundreds of years old. I get it. Well, yeah, it's, it's, but, but it, it's, Thousand. it's what has been passed down. From oh, was that mine? Thank you. Is is what has been passed down from the apostles and has been kept separate from scripture, but is still tradition that should be followed. And so, when you get into that sola scriptura, like scripture alone, that evangelicals or I guess Protestants would would hold to, Catholics and Eastern Orthodox have 
the idea of tradition that that is passed down separate from scripture but is still authoritative for life and practice and the knowledge of God. And we all do that, I think. Um, I think even the evangelicals, and we all have our traditions that while they might not be so official like Catholicism or Eastern Orthodox, it functions officially, quote-unquote, based on how you're taught. And I'm speaking from my own experience. I'd love to hear some specifics there. Um Traditions handed a certain doctrine of what hell is, the the nature of the afterlife, um, the way that Earth was created. Well, well, yes, and I and I I agree with I agree with what you're saying, but I but I think it's different in in that. No, I I did say it's different. Well, yes, and but I just I just want to make that that dichotomy that what what the Catholics and the Eastern Orthodoxy are saying is that the objective objective uh uh evidence no. that you have for what you're thinking is not only scripture but also this tradition so so i i i i, I agree no, no, with, no you said that yeah i agree with what you're saying as far as interpretive like dog like almost like dogma uh so are you saying it's like an application to scripture like we're going to have this ritual that's really uh accentuates what's in the bible and we're going to play it out in a ritualistic ceremonial way. Um, I think I was. I think I moved on from the ritual part. Okay. I, I, okay. I, I I don't know enough about it to okay. understand where the rituals come from. Good choice. Fair enough. Yeah. Exactly. My question would be that what there there is a difference in the way you're laying it out, and I'm not disagreeing with that difference, Scooter. Scoots. I like. Yeah. Well, the scoots. Only one person's allowed to call me Scoots. Oh. And she know who she is. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. But I'm so but, white. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, what a tradition. Fun- okay, what's the? I was gonna say functionally, and I stopped short, and it sounded like a bad word. So I want to clarify. I'm not afraid to curse, but that Obviously. wasn't one of them. So what's the difference if I, if a young man grows up thinking that if you depart from what you're taught about certain aspects of scripture? then you're in danger of not being saved. What is the difference? There's not an official church tradition the same way there is with Catholicism or Eastern Orthodoxy. Hmm. But if somebody, if people grow up under that, for me, it wasn't really abusive. It was more just ignorance and on my own part, not doing the legwork. But for a lot of people, it is abusive and when they come out of it they're scarred in ways that we can't even imagine because we haven't been through that uh, because they're told certain things uh in in my case it was just implied and assumed on my part too i'm taking responsibility no it's not on my parents or anybody else but it still functioned as a we that's this is something you have to do this is something you have to believe that's the part of tradition catholic orthodox or Protestant, whatever it is, that it can be dangerous and that I'm like totally leery of. So, yeah, tradition to me right now, tradition of all shapes and sizes right now are like, I'm kind of like, well, I'm going to keep you away a little bit. Let me see about this. Yeah. Well, yeah, just just like with the councils, I, I For can't. For the record, I did the Heisman when I said keep it away. I was doing the Heisman symbol. Google it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I can't say that I either agree or disagree with any of the councils. I haven't really read them. I, um, 
So, so I, yeah, I, I, I just don't know. I'm, it hasn't been that important to me. Um, but, but I, yeah, I see your point, um, where a, the, the claim to authority outside of scripture, you're claiming interpretive authority. Uh, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Is this answering any of your questions, Jeff? What do you think? I don't know. My brain's gone off to... Need some B12? No, my brain's gone off to a lot of people that come out of the Catholic Church, and and they're like, oh my gosh, I found freedom in away from the Catholic Church. And then I was, in my mind, I was having the conversation of what, like, what would someone within the Catholic Church, a leader, say? Well, it's not about your freedom. It's about being disciplined and obedient. Yes. And, and, and following like these ways of acting, being, doing, and, and they, it's a practice. They, right. And they, and I think there's, I guess that works for some and the idea of freedom, it's freedom in Christ it's not freedom to just do whatever I want. And I think that's misconstrued. Right. Yeah, Zach. But for you, it's <laughs> nice. I've Points always, for Scott. and it's good I've, trolling, Scott. I have always fought against mainstream it's tradition. It's for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Since I was a kid. You can't box Jeff in. My, my, do you parents, wear my parents would drop me off at CCD, which. I, I called it Central City Dump. I have, don't even know what it was. It was to what does pro- it really stand for? Something probably catechism. It was it was to. I, I, how uh, am I supposed to know something? I, from, I have no idea. From the nineteen fifties. <laughs> <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> I, went, I went Bono. Uh, I. Uh, <laughs> I would say Catholic catechism and discipleship. Whatever I. I would be dropped off, and I rebelled within that. I'm like, this is not for me. And I was like nine or eight, or and I hated going on Wednesdays to CCD. And then I'd go to the church, and then when my parents divorced, I'm like, I am breaking out. And then, you know, high school, and I mean, I just, everything. I've, I, have, I haven't fought it. I've just been like, what's normal? That ain't for me. See ya. Mm-hmm. You can all be in your big old gigantic 99% of the population box, I'll be over here jumping off cliffs. Yeah. Now, now I, and I agree with you. I agree with you. However, that's almost a but, but I didn't say the word but. However, in your... You just said it twice. I know. Crap. In your... Where you go now to Mountain View, mm-hmm. there, there is an argument to be made that Mountain View is evangelical. Possibly. I don't know. It is. I don't want to make that claim. It's under the Evangelical Covenant Church. Okay. Thanks for agreeing. That tends to be part of the majority of American belief. Um, Of course, they're going to, you know, disagree on a lot on some things with like Baptists and, of course, uh, Reformed folk, but. and definitely agree with my church, <laughs> but uh, but now you you are part of evangel American evangelicalism. How do you 
I'm a part of American evangelicalism. America. But, but now you're part of the majority. That 99. percent I I I'm I'm I. I'm just oh, trying this is to get like you, the teenager who, yeah, I'm who, just, who goes away from you know what I'm just trying what to get was you to cool think. and now everybody's doing it and so now they get something else so they just Pi, keep well, moving. You, Scott, I, are you trying to get him to leave the evangelical no, church? No, I'm just I'm just trying to get you. I'm, I just want you to take that that next step because you are going to try and get me to take that next just, step. Just the next, just that next, that next gray matter step. Because what you taught, what what you were just saying is is being a part of the majority, and you, you wanted to rebel against it. So, I, if if you because are, I felt there's something wrong. Okay, so no, that good, good, and, and there's no right or wrong answer. I just, just I want, I, I want to hear what your there was what the next step is. Okay, there was something stifling about where I was. There's something within my. Even my work as there a public... There was probably a lot of moving parts in this equation. Church. That contributed. Public, you know, my work at public school, There, there's something stifling about how things are done. I'm like, there's Your home a life, better, probably. <laughs> there's a better way. Absolutely. It, at some yeah, point... Yeah, I wasn't actually joking. At Back some then, point, was... I'm like, there's, this is not good. It's not right. And it's stifling in who I am and who family and where my workplace and and to find a church that I'm like, okay, this is very different. There's this isn't I don't feel like there's a stop sign anywhere. And but then again within that church I came to Christ and and then that's where I've lived and I have um, my friendships, many of my friendships through that, that connection, that crossroads in my life. So, and none of it, all of it has no stop signs whatsoever. There's nothing stopping me except the checkpoint of God is where I'm going the right way. I mean, and so it's like God's like the border patrol. Absolutely. Okay. I just, I mean, that spirit that lives inside me guides me. And I know, I still know that there's things that I do that I'm like, "Mm, oh my gosh, I know this isn't, this could, this could bite me, bite me in the butt. And, and so some of the things I go through with it, um, knowing that, I'm not so sure this was the right choice, and I might feel that wrath within my lifetime um, of those choices. So God, so God's the border patrol. Jesus is your MVP. So He's playing hoops just beyond the border. Yeah, Duncan, you got it. Yeah, it Remember NBA Live? Was it NBA Live? No, what was that game? The arcade game. He's on fire. I never played it. So, what fruit are you trying to bring over? Hmm. From the, over the Never border. Mind. I'm what, just saying Mexicans. What really kind of spiritual aren't good at food are you smuggling mm. over said border? Hell, within the United States, you can't even bring fruit over. Yeah, the what's up with that? Obama? States. Oh wait, Trump? I was so fruit. I was running into that. So now you just pissed everyone hey. off. <laughs> so, okay, so yesterday I heard someone say like some evil things about. Uh, this gas station down on uh, down by the beach and like 
And today, evil people that were like just not nice things. And so they're like, he's a like he's a really rude person. And so I was running today, and I'm coming back, and I went past this gas station, and I was almost off their property, turning the corner. I'm like, I was just led to make a U-turn and come right back and go right inside and be like, hi, I don't... People think you suck. I don't know why. I don't know why, but I've been called to just walk in here and say hello. And I'm I'm Jeff. And he told me his name, like, um, just got a little bit of his story. And um, he was taken back. Like, this doesn't happen. Right. And, it doesn't. And then I and then I left. And he was like, Thanks, man. And off I went. And so when you talk about fruit, I would never have done that seven years ago. But, um, and you and you might not be done there. You you I won't be you done. You might be yeah. Yeah. So so that's just kind of that, that groundwork and yeah. I I shoot, man. I'm glad. I'm glad one of us is led by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that was an admission. I like it. No, I, I, I freely admit that. So what's the point? You guys asked about the fruit. Give us a bow. Oh, my gosh. No, Jeff, I, I am totally with you on that, that it, it's not necessarily something that we understand, but, but we're led to do it, and, and you know, there's nothing inherently wrong. Of course, that, would be, that would kind of might be a, an indicator of uh, you know, something that we're, we're doing in our flesh. Um, you know, and you could say everybody is led. In the, your Ethan or, the Ethan East I said flesh I, in your ding dong. Eastern Orthodox, Catholics, Mormons, Evangelicals, Protestants, Jehovah Witness, all of them they feel led like I'm we're going to do this. Some are led, in my case, Careful. by the Holy Spirit. Okay, go Others, for it. Oh my you're not <laughs> God, Scott. Stop acting like the checkpoint. Um don't point. I've seen his badge. He works a checkpoint <laughs> hard. <laughs> what is that? I'm not. <laughs> you are. Hey, if, hey. You, if people could see your body language 30 seconds ago, they would have been hey. stopped acting like my an interpretation. My interpretation is just as valid as yours. <laughs> so going even a, a little bit bigger than go big. That was sort go of deep. within what most people would view as Hell Christian deep. circles. Uh, going beyond that, just. The way people grow up, people, nobody's saying, I'm going to avoid finding out the truth. I'm just going to try to do, keep my head in the sand and do what's wrong. Nobody does that. <laughs> Everybody grows up and they, whether they're Mormon or atheist or however they grow up, they grow up in a way where they, they have, I almost hate saying this because I know it's going to piss Scott off. Well, in that respect, you, I love you saying it. Yeah, you, yeah, I'm going to say, you don't care. No, you just pinning. Prefaced. He did. He uh, was, he, did, he does his thing. What was it called though? It was. Uh, he said we couldn't do it again. Yeah, prep, uh, pre no. premature no. thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, ca- he caveats. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So people are searching for truth, and they have their own truth, and hopefully, but I'm not saying all truths are equal, but. From people's perspectives, you go and you talk to the guy at the gas station and get to know him, you'll learn a little bit more where he's coming from. People believe they're following the truth. Call it the Holy Spirit. For In Christian language, it's 
There's 70,000 different sects of Christianity. There's that word again. But they're all, let's just, for the benefit of the doubt, most of them would claim to be being led by the Spirit. So I I think we do ourselves a disservice when we just look at a, a group of people and say, they're, they're wrong for X, Y, and Z. you got to get to know the people and see why they're at where they're Absolutely. at. Absolutely. Totally agree. Perfect. The gas station guy. Like, get to know these people, why they are. The, I mean, you have no idea. They're could be horrible things going on in their lives. And and it could have been a story that somebody told somebody else. Nobody's actually going to the right. source. And right. it, there's a big game of telephone. Right. Yeah, I, I talked to a guy today who um, was born in um, Iran. Mm-hmm. No, not Iran. That uh, is a country. Saudi Arabia. Okay. Um, and I just kept asking him questions. And he was telling me his, his view of, of uh, Muslim history. Nice. Um, throughout Iran and Syria and uh, Egypt and and Iraq. Um, I mean, I know I've known this guy for four or five years now at work. Um, um, but you finally, yeah, asked, and I, and you finally I knew, asked questions. Well, well, no, I, I mean, I talked to him every once in a while. I know he's a Muslim, but right. but you know, stuff doesn't just come up like this all the time. Um, but with all the turmoil going on, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean. Everyone has a story, and, and you I kind of did it. You, you downplayed did yourself. You did what Jeffs did. Did you and say Jeffs? I did. There's, I'm seeing two right now. <laughs> well, no, it, yeah, and and um, there's a lot of old in this room. Now, right now. now for me, for me, I I always it was somebody you knew. I always have an agenda, though. Right. I'm I'm always looking for an opening or something because um, I'm not a good conversation starter. I think Jeff, you are a very much very. I, lo- I love it. Yeah, you you are more apt to start a conversation where I am more like, okay, well, if someone starts a conversation with me, I'm going to look for an opening to get my agenda across I, I um, um, or just try to end the conversation so I can leave and go <laughs> do something else. Do you ever get in a conversation where you're like, and okay, are you done? Okay, now I can go. I ahead did. I did that today. Actually, so again, time. someone, someone again today. Uh, and actually, that's why I was late. Um, uh, well, of course, Jeff, <laughs> you were late too. But I was only late because you were gonna. You were like, I'm not gonna be there until this time. Like, oh yeah. So, oh. so the reason the reason I was late was because I went to talk to someone and um, and I was just gonna say, hey, you know, I I, I got a better offer because we we're gonna go mountain bike riding. Uh, but then I got invited to a wedding, so I was telling him I was going to go to this wedding instead of going mountain bike riding. Uh, but then he starts telling me stories about old time IT stuff, uh, and then all, all of a sudden he's telling me the story about how he goes and this lady she can't she she has she has problem problems with her computer, and this is like early nineties. She has problems with her computer that she has a stuck key somewhere. Anyway, the punchline of the story is she has a stuck key because when she scoots her chair in, her boobs, and they're huge. This is what this guy's telling me. Dolly Parton, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, this is the whole punchline of, of the story he's telling me. <laughs> and the whole time I'm like, man, I don't freaking don't care. I, don't, I, I just want to get me. I just, now I'm late. Gratuitous laughter. I, okay. Oh man, that's great, Mike. Yeah, huge, <laughs> huge boobs. All right, cool, man. Um, 
Yeah, but so, <laughs> so yeah, so you got. It's and the whole time he just needed a friend. Yeah, exactly. Probably and, and exactly. Yes. like praying through his story. Praying through. I'm his, sorry. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Can you no. can you can you go through an example prayer? I don't God, know of that what, story. No, no, asking God, what does this? I hear the story, and it's a little, a little off. What does this person really need? The person just really needs to be listened to, as you put it, or Zach put it. And sometimes people just need to talk. <laughs> Even if it's short. She's waiting for me to get the punch light. I could, I could I see it in his face. <laughs> it's like, like, oh, come it's on. And she had big. There boobs. were 44 double Ds. Oh, wow. Was Thanks, like, buddy. Oh, good grief. Thanks, pal. Anyway, Zach, sorry. Go ahead. I had a vision. <laughs> <laughs> No, I. So with the with the person that you met, with the guy at the gas station, with all these people that are out there, especially strangers that we don't know, I thought of this. I'm like, we should go around and use Facebook to like. I wanted to just take a selfie with this guy, put him on my website, and say, "Hey, this is George at this gas station. Go talk to him. Go meet him. He's like." You know, certain age, and if you got things going on that you can connect, I mean, because we only connect within our church. We don't really connect to all these strangers out there that have lonely lives. What, I mean, it, what, what ethnicity is he? He was probably he was probably Middle Eastern. So smash cut to one of our racist super fans murdering yeah. him based on our Facebook post. Yeah. Okay, Jeff, do you, you know how to you say You want it? that, Jeff? Do you want that? Well, Jeff, do you know how to say hello in Arabic? Uh, I don't. So you can say marhaba. Okay, if I said marhaba and then he's don't like, trust dude, I don't speak whatever you just if, said. If he's saying I don't speak Arabic, then he's obviously he's not Middle Eastern. All right, well. You could also say kef halak. Jeff. Which means? Repeating, repeating. Kef halak. Jeff. I'm not going to say it if I don't know what it means. Kef halak. L'chaim. Wait. That's Jewish. Wait a second. Say Same it. thing. Wait, well, say I mean, it, say actually, it one it's more not time. Jewish, it's Hebrew. Say one more time. Kef halak. What language is that? It's, it's Arabic. It's Arabic? Yeah. I'll, I'll say it in the computer. No. Here. How are you? Nice. Hello. Jeff, how dare you question me? The other one. Do the I other am one. fantastic. Alhamdulillah. What language is that, Jeff? That was Arabic. That's probably offensive that we're laughing. <laughs> it's that, was, that, okay, that was no language. He was. No, it sounded like it sounded like he was in, imitating Scott. It, it sounded like he was Wait, imitating. Whoa, 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 what? What? was that? Is that like did, me? That's what I was laughing it at. Did. That was so good. All right. Well, it, this conversation morphed. Um, so back to Hanagraph. I'm wait who? Hanagraph. <laughs> Mark. Frank. <laughs> Frank Hanagraph. I just I, again re- reiterating just the humility to just be searching for the truth no matter where you're at always and not let your outside circumstances or 
external pressures keep you boxed in. That's my takeaway from the episode. <laughs> Here's Jeff with weather. Closing thoughts, Jeff. Closing thoughts. Everybody's got their way. And uh, just go your way. And don't be stifled by it. From my point of view. Sounds like an 80s song. <laughs> I I enjoyed the conversation. Um, I, I felt a part of the conversation, Scott. It's not my fault. No, it's good. It is. What do you mean? No, it's it's your. It's it's good. <laughs> you know what, Scott? I want to congratulate you. I want to congratulate you. You. Wow, Jeff actually has a ribbon for him. We're so free in this conversation, where I know that a little bit of you kind of wants to have a, some sticking points, and you just. You let go. He wasn't an asshole like usual. You became a mountain viewer on this episode. Oh wow! He's okay, well, like okay, well, whoa, 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 ding dong! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott Benedict us. <laughs> <laughs> Closing thoughts from Scott. Do you have any summaries? Oh, that's what that means. I okay, okay, wow. Uh, whew. Um, Hank's a smart man. Uh, this is this is no accident. He's he's been planning this, uh, and obviously he has his reasons. I, uh, he, he, from from knowing what I know about Hank, and that's not all that much, but uh, he has to have the idea that Eastern Orthodoxy is more correct, at least use science mic terminology that eastern orthodox eastern orthodoxy doctrine tradition belief is more correct than either his position before which m- most likely was evangelicalism whatever that means some shade of it yeah um and more correct than um uh, catholicism uh, so th- this is very – this is calculated and this is based on conviction. He he believes this stuff for real. This, this is this is not just some arbitrary thing. He, th- this is a, a very uh, a calculated – this is a calculated move. He, he's convinced of the things that the Eastern Orthodox Church believes. It's, yeah. it, it's, it's not – uh, it, it's 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 not arbitrary. It's it's not uh, superficial. Probably a long time coming. Yeah, and and, yeah. and and I think even he says this that he he's been saying the th- same things uh, for 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 a long time. Right. Um. So for for the listener, uh, I just just study it. L- look look at scripture first. Scripture is is what we should go to first and foremost. Anything beyond that. Or outside of that, tradition, um, councils, you know, Council of Nicaea or, or, or Council of Trent or, or whatever, um, or Council of Dort, those things need to be weighed based on Scripture. It's always, it's always Scripture because once we, once we start to uh, – not, well, not necessarily departing, but outside of Scripture, then we are reliant upon people who were not 
even yeah. ap- apostles at that point. So we were closing out. Yeah. So sorry. Yeah. You were starting to preach, which is fine. Hallelujah. Just not right now. Would you say Hank had the balls to change? Um, he knows what he's doing. I, you I don't forget about that. No, you know Zach what? just needs you to say that. No, quote. think about that. Actually, scratch that. Mm-hmm. Scratch those balls. <laughs> um, I honestly, I honestly know that you did not pre pre think about that. That just came up. I I, I appreciate it that. Did. I like it. You can tell by my face. Um, being super, <laughs> super, super self righteous and proud. <laughs> no, but why is having balls? That's like strong. That's like oomph. You did something crazy. Balls are so delicate. It's what the hell? Have you guys thought about that? I just it's, checked out. What in the heck's going on with no delicate balls? balls. People say <laughs> that guy had balls, and they they mean he's crazy. He's strong. Google. Are balls strong or delicate? Hmm. It, did, it didn't listen to me. I think. No, I, I agree. I, I, I agree, think what you're saying change is it's it's because the. Because I think people a long back have recognized that it's the, the patriarchy, bro. Well, the it's tis- the patriarchy. The, the what we now know as testosterone uh, is what <laughs> makes that animal more dominant. Because when that animal is castrated, right, it changes. Um, so I, I, so I, I, I yeah. sidetrack. I think, yeah, you know what. Yeah, what do you think? Goliath had big balls. He had big old balls. Relative I think to his David, height when it only. said he hit the rock, hit him in the head with the rock, he was talking about his dick. He hit him right in the junk. That's going to bring any well, size man to his knees. But Zach, you know, I think it's you more know appropriate. That, you know that the, the no. dick is not the same as the balls, no, right? No, general I mean, area. You know that, right? It hits that head. It It's going to hit the balls. Either way, that's not my point. My point is maybe no, we grief. need to re-engineer this. Think about childbirth, how strong the woman's body is. That's strength. Would you rather the child come out of your, no, ball, your you're, balls? You're, that's an amazing visual, but <laughs> no, that's it's not like, where I was going. It's like an egg or something. So, so if, you know, if Hank you're Hanegraaff, yeah, Hank Hanegraaff, I applaud you on your large vagina. No. Yeah, strong. Hank, well, it wouldn't be the vagina, actually. It'd be the uterine canal. Hank had... The assertiveness and the strength of a strong uterine canal to change views. I, I so regret this By whole conversation. By the way, would you make sure you clip Scott's something about the uterine wall? Sure. Thank you. I said, Hank, I applaud you on your strong uterine canal. No, something but else. I, Okay, Hank, I applaud you on your strong vagina. Nope. That works, too. Hank, I applaud you on your... Vagina like balls. Nope. Hank, that's just stupid. That's, that's just <laughs> Hank, I applaud you on your that's ball like exact, vagina. Thank you, Zach. You can. You, <laughs> <laughs> Hank, I applaud you. 